think a lot of times we get so stuck trying to figure out like how we can get what we want, but we forget the giving part. You know, we forget the service part. The the the, the most wealthy people out there, uh, not just financially, but you know, in relationships and health and all that stuff. Those are the ones who help the most people. They feel fulfilled. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to episode number four of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Today, Sean Croxton joins me to discuss mindset and becoming a healthier you. Sean is an author, entrepreneur, and personal improvement consultant on a mission to teach 1 million people how to discover and develop the hidden powers lying dormant within. Sean founded a health-based YouTube channel called Underground Wellness. Underground Wellness then turned into a podcast, Underground Wellness Radio. He has currently two awesome podcasts. One, the Sean Croxton Sessions, and two, the Quote of the Day Show. Also, if you go to www.seancroxton.com, you can grab a copy of his ebook, The One Percenter's Mind, Seven Steps to Beating Fear, Doubt, and Indecision, and How to Get Anything You Want. Now, on to today's show with Sean Croxton. Sean, welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. I'm beyond excited to have you on our show today. I've been a fan for a while. I found Underground Wellness Radio during my journey to a healthier me. Well, it's really, really good so to Sean, be here. I appreciate it, Tom. Um, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. And you're, you're an inspiration to me and, and to many people. Why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself, Sean, and who is Sean Croxton? Oh, wow. That's an interesting question. Sean Croxton is whoever, oh, I just talked about myself in the third person. That's weird to me. But um, I'm, 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 I'm possibility, really. I mean, when you think about it, that's really what we all are. We're just possibilities. Um, we are, um, I'm a guy who just likes to come up with ideas and, and make them happen and help a lot of people at the same time. I'm just a, a man of service. You know, that's what gets me going. That's what pumps me up just to know that, you know, the information I put out or the products that I put out or the podcasts that I put out are, are helping people out there. And um, the universe just kind of takes care of us when we do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you're a, a big quote fan like I am. And one of my favorite quotes is by Zig Ziglar. And it was actually on your quote of the day podcast mm -hmm. last week that you will get all you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. So at that one, that is pretty much my life motto. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic model to have. I mean, I wish more people had that that motto. I think a lot of times we get so stuck trying to figure out like how we can get what we want, but we forget the giving part. You know, we forget the service part. The the the, the most wealthy people out there, uh, not just financially, but you know, in relationships and health and all that stuff. Those are the ones who help the most people. They feel fulfilled, and uh, I think if more people did that, we'd have a a much happier, more peaceful, fulfilled, you know, country and, and world. Oh yeah, for sure. 
one of the reasons I asked you on here today is you were in the health health realm of it for a while. Now you switched over to the the mindset part of the health and wellness. And uh, I'm a firm believer in the primary food group and what it means to be healthy in the mind. And the primary food group is actually more important than what we put in our bodies. And I'm a firm believer in that. And I think, you know, listening to the Dr. Russo radio show that you were on a couple of weeks ago, this, this mindset and values comes into play. And it's so important for people to understand the goal setting, the mindset, where your values are at when it comes to getting healthy. Can you touch up? Oh, yeah. I could talk about values all day. Um, Our lives are our values, and we really think about it. We all have things that we value the most highly. Like for me, it would be my health, my education, uh, my finances, my family. Uh, When it comes to those things, it really doesn't take a lot of outside motivation for me to get going. I just, I just do it. You know, when I wake up in the morning after I do my, my, my few minutes of visioneering, as I, I talk about in my ebook, the, the one percenter's mind, uh, the next thing that I do is I grab a book and I don't need any outside motivation to grab the book. I just grab the book and I, it's five o'clock in the morning and I'm reading, you know, and for somebody else who doesn't have such a high value on education, uh, it's going to take some external motivation for that to happen. Uh, but for me, I feel inspired to do that. And so the things that are highest on our values are the things that we feel inspired to do. And so we have a lot of people who, you know, say they want to be healthy or they've tried, they've tried over time to get healthy. And as Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. Whenever says someone says try to me, I know that they're really not going to follow through. I like to tell a story of a woman who I worked with and I asked her, you know, what are those things that you value the most? You know, what what requires no outside motivation? Where do you spend your, your money? Where are you organized? And we talked about this for a little while. We were able to nail down what her top five values were. And I think they were uh, her family, her community. I think it was travel and a couple other things that don't quite come to mind. And, you know, I sat there and we were on Skype so we could see each other. And I said, do you notice anything missing here? She was like, no. And I was like, are you serious? And she sat there for a little while and she goes, health. I go, yeah, because when you set a goal that doesn't align with your highest values, you're, you're automatically going to sabotage yourself because it's obviously not that important to you. And so she and I had a, a brief conversation. We, we never worked together and hopefully, hopefully she was able to get her stuff together and get healthy and lose the way. But you know, we spent a little time during that hour just linking her getting healthier to her top five values. So how's it going to be able to help her and her family? You know, she'll be able to have more energy to, to hang out with her grandkids. She'll be able to do fun stuff with them. She'll be around longer. She won't be a burden on them, on and on. How's it going to help with her ability to travel? She won't feel uncomfortable in the, the, in the seat. She won't feel like she's crowding the next person to her on the airplane. Uh, she won't need to take a lot of breaks when she's out sightseeing. She won't be slowing the rest of the group down, things like that. And that's what we need to do in order to get our goals align with our values because if they're not, then we're just going to constantly sabotage ourselves. And at some point, we just got to say, hey, maybe I just don't want it that badly. Maybe society is telling us that we should do it, but obviously we don't want want it bad enough to actually do do it. Exactly. And if you don't make your why big enough, you're going to fail. Yeah. When I do an intake with a customer, I always it's a question I ask is what what is your why? You know, and my why happened to be the fact that I had onset of diabetes and my father passed away at 64 because of diabetes. I didn't want to be that man. Mm -hmm. 
So you have to make your why big enough. And and I don't think people get that when they go into these diets and in and these systems like Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers, they all they all have a tendency to be a revolving door because they don't have a big enough why or their value is not set high. It's funny, I was at the dentist the other day and I was watching TV while he was working on my teeth and there was a commercial that came on. It was for one of the food programs, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, whatever, and it's a new program that they had and they had all these really thin people talking about how much weight they lost. But if you read the fine print at the bottom of the, the screen fast enough, you'll see that it says like there's like a disclaimer. This person did not actually lose weight on the program that we're promoting. They actually lost it doing something <laughs> else. You know what I mean? It's just like I was just wow. sitting there like trying not to laugh because of course you know the dentist had his 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 fingers in my mouth. But it's just hilarious how that works. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. We talk about your book. I actually picked your book up this weekend and started reading. And I'm chapter three right now, making my list of uh, 21. Things that I want to be. The one percenter's mind, seven steps to beating fear and doubt and indecision. What is a one percenter? Well, uh, the the one percenter itself is funny because it has a very negative connotation in our society, especially you know in today's times with our political stuff going on. But and people tend to think of the one percenter as somebody who's rich, they're greedy, they're elite, they hoard all the wealth and all that. And I wanted to give it a, a different spin because I think that. There's a way that 1% of the population thinks that the other 99 don't. The 1% of the population takes responsibility for their life. 1% of the population focuses on how they can give, 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 and then give some more before they actually start to get. 1% of the population wants, you know, whatever they want for themselves, they want for everybody else. They want success for everybody else. You know, 1% of the population, you know, focuses, focuses on the, 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 the growing, you know, the things that come out of the obstacles, the lessons that come out of the failures in life, whereas the other 99%, they run into an obstacle, they encounter a little failure, and then they go ahead and quit. And so the, the book is just about the way that 1% of the population thinks and also how I can help people to get closer to being part of that 1%. So, I mean, it has something to do with money because I think money is a reflection of the amount of service that you're giving to the world. World, but it's mostly about just being a better human being. Right. And that's that's something that I can't express enough to my clients or to other people is like you need to put value and stock in yourself, you know, and you need to make decisions that are based on your values. Yeah, you need to do that. And we need to stop allowing our circumstances to control our lives. You know, a lot of times we're so focused on what's outward and we play victims, you know, of our circumstances. If we don't have a lot of money, we tend to think that, oh, we just don't have a lot of money. It wasn't meant to be. Um, that's just not part of our DNA. We got um, dealt a bad hand and all this. And I, I don't think that's true. I think we are in control of our circumstances. We can guide our own lights, our lives, I should say, and we can create whatever we want to create. You know, I always give the example of somebody who, um, you know, wakes up in the morning and 
says, oh, I've got $40 in the bank. I'm broke. And your thoughts create your feelings and you create your feelings create your actions and your actions create your results. So as long as you're thinking, you know, I'm broke, you're going to feel broke. And as long as you feel broke, you're going to commit broke actions. And as long as you're committing broke actions, you're going to get broke results. So you're going to stay in this cycle of being broke. But what we have to do is instead of letting our results guide our thoughts and our decisions, we have to allow our thoughts to, to guide and control our results. And so if we see we have $40 in the bank and that's all the money we have to our names, we have to believe that there's something better. We have to believe that we can do something. We can be someone who actually creates better results for ourselves. And when we do that, when we get into that mindset and that, you know, that, that believing, I'm sorry, that seeing isn't believing, um, we have to switch over and believe that believing is actually seen. It's our belief that it, our belief system is where it all begins. And when we follow those thoughts and we follow those feelings and we act in a different way, then we're going to get the results that we want. But if we're playing victim all the time, and I've been there, I've definitely been there, uh, life just tends to not get better. We just stay victims forever. Right. And I think we I think we all been there, Sean. I think everybody at some point in their life becomes a victim, especially in, in that mindset of uh of the $40, you get up and look at your bank account, you've only got $40. You're like, that's all the money I got in the world, you know, and you're, and that just, you know, messes up your whole day. Yeah, that's 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 what you have outwardly that forty dollars, but inwardly you have all kind of talents, you have all kind of gifts, you have all kind of you know mental faculties that I talk about in the book that you can turn on. There's like these hidden powers. Like that's that's my purpose in life is to help people to to see those hidden powers that are lying dormant within that nobody taught us that we have. And by teaching people that we have those, that we can use those, and that we're no different than the highest achievers in the world. We are no different than a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates or or you know a, a Thomas Edison or um, a Beyonce or Jay Z or whoever you want to talk about. We are all the same. We all have the same potential. We all have the same capabilities. We, we might not have you know, been born into the world with the ability to, to put words together and rap the way Jay-Z does, but we all have our hidden gifts. And if we work on them and we start at day one and progressively work on them every single day, we're going to get better. You know, my, my philosophy on life is right here in front of me is there's a sign right above my computer here. It says little by little, a little becomes a lot. And I think that for some reason, we want to wake up tomorrow and have a lot without doing the little things in order to get there. And so just keep chopping away. If, you know, I, you know, Something I said on the podcast the other day is if you read one hour a day in your topic of study, your top where you want to be an expert, one hour a day for 365 days a year, that's nine 40-hour weeks of, of reading that you did in that topic for the year. You do that, you'll be an expert in whatever, whatever field that you want to be in with just one hour a day. And so just that little bit of time, that one hour, you woke up a little bit earlier, right? You woke up 30 minutes earlier and you did a, a half hour of reading before bed can make a huge difference in your life over time. You just have to take the responsibility to do it and stick to it. Instead of saying, I'm going to try to do it, actually go ahead and do it. And you'll see the results unfold over time. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, let's talk about your thoughts create your world. That quote, I got grabbed this quote out of the, the show from Dr. Rusho Radio again. Your thoughts create your world. Your thoughts create your circumstances. Can we go there for a minute? This is so powerful to me because, and that just like you said, though, and this is something that people, we all struggle with some kind of negativity, especially in today's world, man. So, you know, right now 
in our lives, there's so many negative things going on, so much negative energy, negative energy on Facebook, negative energy on Instagram, negative energy on all these outside social media outlets. This is a tough one because you have to change the way you think about those in order to make your life a better place. Everything is about perception. It's all perception, and it's a choice to see something as negative or to see it as positive or to see it as neutral. You know, I, I don't even want to get on Facebook right now. Like, I'm not even interested since last, whatever, what, what was it, Thursday? I'm just not interested in being on there because this is nothing but negativity all day. But, you know, one thing that I wrote about, I know you want to talk about thoughts and circumstances, is, is one thing I wrote about in the one percenter's mind is, you know, I'm not about the power of positive thinking. You know, I am, but I'm not. I think positive thoughts are very powerful, but I think if we're trying to completely eliminate all the negativity from our lives, eliminate all the negativity from our thoughts, I think we kind of screw ourselves because I think it's an impossible thing to do. It's almost like, you know, the person who tries to eat, you know, 100% of the time the right things. You know, they can't eat gluten, they don't eat dairy, they stop hanging out with their friends because their friends go to restaurants that serve dairy and gluten and the chef uses the wrong oils and on and on and on and on and on. And at some <laughs> point you understand you end up finding yourself sitting by yourself at home with nobody to talk to. Really. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just oh, it's yeah. true. I know I know a lot of people who are in the health space who just don't have any friends. They just sit online on Facebook and, you know, talk about gluten all day. And that's, that's I don't think that's a a, a, a a good way to live. And I think it's a, a, a tough expectation to put on your life to not be negative at all. And so, you know, one thing Dr. Martini talks about is the law of polarity. You know, we all have a positive side. We all have a negative side. We all have to embrace that. And, you know, just everything in life, for the most part, has a, a, a polar opposite. Up has a down. Uh, left has a right. The front has a back. Uh, for every praise, there's a criticism. For every positive, there's a negative. On and on and on. And when we try to cut our, ourselves off completely from one side, I think that we feel completely unfulfilled. Because again, it's an expectation that no one will ever experience in reality. You can't just disown part of yourself. If you disown part of yourself, you disown all your negativity, then what you end up finding is negativity is just going to continue finding you all of the time. It's going to present itself in the people who are around you. It's going to present itself in the events that take place in your life. It's going to present itself in every social media comment that comes up. It's like the universe's way of saying, hey, you have two sides. Embrace right. it. You know, hug it. It's going to feel more comfortable than trying to cut everything off. And so to, to get back to your question about thoughts creating your circumstances, like as I said earlier, you know, thoughts, we can we can choose our thoughts. I, th I like how uh, Wayne Dyer wrote about this in his book, Wishes Fulfilled, Wishes Fulfilled, I think it was. He says our thoughts, we can't control our thoughts. It's impossible. Our thoughts are kind of like the ticker tape that go on the bottom of the screen on ESPN or CNN or whatever you're watching. And there's just thoughts just rolling, just rolling through. And we can kind of choose which ones we really want to focus on. And so I like to say, just choose the positive stuff, choose the things, know that the negative stuff is going to be there, but choose to focus on that good stuff. And those good thoughts, those positive intentions, again, they create positive feelings. They increase your vibration. You feel good. You feel of service. You feel fulfilled. You feel just amazing. And then when you feel amazing, that's when you tend to do your best work. Very seldom do you feel amazing and do bad stuff. Typically, you, you feel bad and you do bad stuff and you do bad stuff and you get bad results. But when you have positive thoughts, you're feeling good, you do great things, you take action, you serve the world, and then you get the results that you want. 
But if you want to go the other way and you want to focus on nothing but the negative, then you're going to have a poor vibration. You're going to have negative feelings. You're going to get bad results. And you know what you find, and it's a trip how this works, how like attracts like. It's just the law of attraction, which I thought maybe 10 years ago was, was BS. And now I totally believe in it because when you look at you know the world, positive people tend to attract positive people. That's who they surround themselves with. Negative people tend to hang out with nothing but negative people who confirm their own negativity on and on and on. And so I think, again, we have to understand that if the circumstances in your life aren't the way that they that you want them to be, if they're not positive, if they bring you down, we have to understand that for the most part, if not completely for a lot of people, you are responsible for those circumstances. And what I mean by that is not only have you created them in many cases, but also you are able to respond to them. You know, the word responsible, able to respond. And so you can respond to them in a positive way by saying, hey, I can change this. It's not going to change tomorrow, but I can change the way I look at it. I can change my perception of it, or I can continue to be a victim and just continue to live this way for the rest of my life. And uh, I think a lot of people are choosing the latter and they feel hopeless. And, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why our nation has gotten to the point where it's at, because a lot of us feel hopeless all of the time. I feel like the nation as a whole has very low self-esteem at this point. And um, it's too bad that things have kind of, you know, worked out the way they have. Not that, and I don't want to get into politics and all this stuff, but I am very fascinated by Donald Trump. And the reason I'm fascinated by Donald Trump, and this is politics aside, is he did it all his way. He created an image in his mind and he wouldn't let any doubts creep into his image at all. And look what happened. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Like everything just kind of moved out of the way and the universe kind of did its thing. And it said, okay, you wanted it bad enough? Well, here you go. And it's that, that, you know, maybe people don't like him, but I feel like that mindset is something to respect because when the chips were down, he didn't quit. He just kept on going. And so, you know, that there's a talent to that. There's a, a gift there. And that's a man right there who used his mental faculties, which I write about in the one percenter's mind to get to exactly where he wanted to go. Right, right. That's amazing. That's really good stuff. And now a word from our sponsor. We'll be back in a minute. We all know that eating healthy is a part of becoming a better person. But if you're finding the organic and non-toxic products too expensive or hard to find, then ThriveMarket.com, the healthy online shopping club, is your solution. Like the Costco meets Whole Foods for everything healthy online, you'll get the best organic and non-GMO brands up to 50% off retail prices, shipped nationally to your door for free within two to three days. When you become a member, ThriveMarket.com will donate a free membership to a low-income family, teacher, or veteran so we can all thrive together. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash the rebel health coach to get your free jar of coconut oil and 15% off your first order. This offer is valued at $18 and available for our listeners only on this special link. So here it is again, thrivemarket.com slash the rebel health coach. 
I picked up a. Uh, I was. I'm so fascinated by this that I picked. A, I picked up a biography of Donald Trump the other day. You did again. The politics. Yeah, politics <laughs> aside, I was just like, I want to know how he thinks. I want to know how he was raised. I want to know what books he reads. Like, um, the power of positive thinking um, was a book series by Norman Vincent Peale. Right. And Donald Trump and his father actually attended Norman Vincent Peale's church. And Norman Vincent Peale actually married uh, Donald Trump and Ivana Trump. Wow. And so, you know, yeah, the thinking side of that, I'm so fascinated by that. You know, how does he think in order to win all of the time? Oh, man, that's exactly. And and as a health coach, and you've been in the health field before, you all that negativity makes us ill. I mean, it's not just, it's not helping your cause. You know, it's it's not it's not helping your cause inside. It's not it's causing disturbance inside your body, and you're not growing as a person. You're going backwards. You're in a, a fight or flight state all day. Right. You know, if you're living outside of your values, you're literally doing stuff all day that you don't want to do. You're going to a job that you don't want to go to. A couple of weeks ago, the Monday episode of the quote of the day was a talk by Les Brown talking about how, you know, there's a spike in heart attacks and strokes on Monday mornings when people are on their way to work because they're stressed out. They don't want to go. They're going, oh man, I got five days of this. They got a case of the Mondays and then they have their hump days just to, as a celebration that the week is half over. Then they have, thank God it's Fridays. You know, what, what are we doing? Right. What seriously? What what are we doing <laughs> we to doing? ourselves? Where gosh, nine ten hours of the day we're doing stuff that we don't want to do because of security, you know, because we're afraid of what people are going to think of us if we actually try to set out and do the things that we want to do. I think it's it's kind of sick when you really think about it, and it's making us sick, unfortunately. And so we got to stop doing that because if we don't, again, we stay in that sympathetic nervous system mode where we're in fight or flight. And when you're in fight or flight, cortisol's cranking, adrenaline's cranking, and you're just not in a, in a healthy place and it's constantly breaking down your body. And so, you know, I love what I do. You know, yesterday was, was Sunday. It's typically football day. And I sat here all day and listened to motivational talks for like eight straight hours to pull clips for the quote of the day. I'm like, this is awesome. Wow. You know, I love this is great. And I just want, you know, like I said, with the one percenters mind, those those 21 pillars of being a one percenter, you know, one of the things is you want uh, for everyone what you want for yourself. And I just can't help but say to myself, I wish everybody can experience what I experience on a daily basis. Like I get to read books for a living. I get to interview the authors for a living. I get to travel around the country and interview people and create these big online events and help a lot of people and make a ton of money at the same time. Like I just, I, I want more people to feel that and understand the mindset that it takes to get there and to actually just, just experience what I get to experience. No, you don't have to be on the internet doing exactly what I do, but I'm sure there's something that you absolutely love to do. And that thing that you want to, that you love to do, do more of it. Right. And we're not doing more of it. We're doing less of it because we're spending too much of our time doing stuff that we don't want to do. And then the rest of the time we spend our time recovering from it. It's too bad. It's exactly, it's, it's a shame. And that's, you know, and when we go to that primary food group part of this whole thing and, and our careers are part of that. And if you're not happy with your career, like you said, you're going to have all this fight or flight inside of you and it causes the inflammation and it's going to cause heart attacks and strokes and it's going to cause diabetes. It's going to cause all kinds of disease. Yes, your job is literally killing you. And, you know, here's the thing. 
I'm sure there are people listening to this going, well, what am I supposed to do? Quit my job? That would be silly. And of course, it would be silly. Um, Lisa Nichols made a point about this. I want to say it was episode number five of the sessions, my interview podcast. And she said, you have to make your job your investor. And so if you can reframe your job as a way out, right? When you can reframe it as a way of, okay, I'm going to set aside so much money every month, put it into account, not really even think about how much money the account is in the account. I'm just going to keep putting it in there. And then maybe two years from now, you can go back and look at that account. And I think for her, there was $63,000 in her account. And her job was there in her investor. She saw she had 60 something thousand dollars. Uh, she took half of it. She quit her job. She moved to San Diego from Los Angeles and she created a brand new life. Wow. And so, again, instead of just saying, OK, I'm going to quit my job and go set out to do what I want to do. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. I'm saying um, uh, be patient. I'm saying go to your job thinking of what it is investing, you know, the investment that it's making in your life and just kind of go from there. Right, right. Before I let you go today, I know you got a hard stop. So I want to talk about bringing in goal setting for somebody who needs, since we're going in, rolling into the new year here, and we all know New Year's Eve goals come up and our resol- everybody wants to make a resolution, and usually it includes getting healthy. Let's talk about creating that mind or goal set for the New Year's Eve resolution people. There's a few things. I could talk about this all day, so I'm trying to figure out how I can get it into 15 minutes. <laughs> I think it's important to consider what you want. I feel like a lot of us, we're scared to answer that question. What do you want? Because we feel like when we decide or when we tell people what we want or we write it down, we feel like we're being greedy. We feel like we're being, we're trying to be better than somebody else. And I think for a lot of us, there's a lot of conditioning that went on. And, you know, I want to talk about the conditioning part. When you're born, when you're a baby, you really don't have a conscious, logical, reasoning mind. We're primarily dominated by this thing called the subconscious mind. Like we, again, when we're little babies, we don't have the ability to rationalize and, you know, do a whole lot of thinking. And so what happens is we pretty much have an unfiltered subconscious mind that allows everything in. And I like to say we go to baby mind boot camp and we have these authorities that are constantly drilling all of these negative beliefs into our brains. And those negative beliefs um, might be uh, you're not good enough. Uh, It might be rich people are greedy. You know, don't get too skinny. It might be finish everything on your plate. It might be money doesn't grow on trees. It might be uh, in order to have a successful business, you have to, you know, have a degree and be the smartest person in class on and on and on. And by the time we're about six years old, a lot of these negative beliefs are stuck in our unconscious, in our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is where our feelings come from. And our feelings are what guide our actions. And so when that subconscious mind kind of gets sealed up, we'll say it doesn't get sealed up, but we'll just use that for now. We have a very hard time going after what we want to get in our lives because consciously, we can say, I want to lose weight because it's New Year's and you know it's my New Year's resolution. We can say that and we can think that. But as long as we have a subconscious mind that believes that that's not true, we're never going to be able to get to where we want to go. And so you know, some of the things that I write about in The One Percenter's Mind is about repetition. 
the subconscious mind just doesn't doesn't change its mind overnight. We have to constantly repeat things over and over again. So that's why I highly recommend having a goal card or what I call a shag card. And you'll find out why I call it a shag card when you pick up my book. It's free, by the way, at SeanCroxon.com. And with this card, you write down what you want to do. I'm so happy and grateful now that. And every morning before I go or, or when I get up in the morning and before I go to bed, I read my shag card. My shag card is actually right in front of me on my desk. I see it every day. And what it's doing and it's, it's reprogramming my subconscious mind to believe that this is possible. And when I do this shagging, I call it in the nighttime and in the morning time, you know, what I'm trying to do is impregnate my subconscious mind with the possibility that I'm creating for myself, which is why I call it shagging because you're impregnating. But anyway, um, (laughs) so, so, so I'm impregnating my subconscious mind and also I'm experiencing the feeling of accomplishing it. I think that's the biggest part. And Neville Goddard wrote about this a lot in his works. It's about feeling yourself into the experience of the wish fulfilled. And it's so funny because I thought that I was never going to be able to write a book. Uh, My first book was called The Dark Side of Fat Loss Lessons from the Underground. And I had been working on that thing or working on other books, I should say, for about seven years. And I kept sabotaging myself. And one thing that I did, and I just don't don't even know why I did it. It just just tended to happen for some reason. I kept thinking about the feeling that I was going to feel or feel when I finished writing The Dark Side of Fat Loss. And it was such an emotional feeling. Like sometimes it would kind of almost make me a little bit teary because I just felt it. And there's something that happens to your brain. And uh, who's the guy's name? Dr. Joe Dispenza writes about this himself. I was reading his book. Um, can't remember the book. He, one of his books is called You Are the Placebo. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, I think what it's called, is what it's called. But when you can create that feeling of the goal finished and you can experience that over and over and over and over again, there are changes that happen to your brain. There are changes that happen to your subconscious mind, which bring a congruence between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. And that allows you to take the actions that are going to get you closer to where you want to go. And like I said, that was kind of like a convoluted way of of breaking it down, but it's all broken down in the one percenter's mind step by step. So for example, I have everybody write down 21 things that they want. You know, if it were absolutely impossible, what would you want to do? So you write those down and then you rank them one through 21. And then so your first seven are your A wants, your second seven are your B wants, your third seven are your C wants, and then you prioritize them. So what's your A1 want? What's your A2 want? What's your A3 want? So you prioritize them that way. And so I recommend that people focus on that A1 want, the one that they really get excited about, the one that really fires them up, the one that really gives them that burning desire to get it done. And so then we make our shag cards. And we do the repetition. We do it every single day, every morning, every night. And what you find is you end up becoming the person who creates the life that you wish to to, to create. And it's an amazing thing when it happens. You have to be persistent at it because your subconscious mind, you know, likes to play dirty tricks on you. I call that the terror barrier, but you just got to push through. I think one thing just real quick that we have to understand is that part of reaching our goals, part of that process, part of that journey is this war that goes on in our subconscious mind. It's a war going on. I'm going to give you a quick example. So let's say you have 
a condition in your, in your subconscious mind that money doesn't grow on trees and that rich people are evil people. And so that's in there. And we'll call that an X idea. Now you have a Y idea that says, hey, I want to start earning more money. I want to get out of debt. I want to have financial freedom. So that's the Y idea. And then you start doing your shagging morning and night and you start becoming the person who you want to become. But what's happening is that Y idea is going down into your subconscious mind where it's going to encounter that X idea that people are greedy and money doesn't grow on trees. And what happens is a war goes down. They start fighting with each other and your vibration changes. And when your vibration changes, you get fear, you get scared, you feel insecure, you want to go back to your comfort zone. And that's what happens when people make their New Year's resolutions. That's why you know they set it on January 1st, they started on January 2nd, and then by like January 16th, they're going back to eating what they used to eat before. And then in February, they've completely forgotten about it because the X idea, which is called your paradigm, has won the war. And so we have to understand that when that war happens, it's not because this goal wasn't for me. It just wasn't my thing. It just didn't come naturally. It's that everybody who sets a goal goes through that. It's like puberty. It's natural. It happens. But there's a difference, though, when you understand what's happening, when you have an awareness of what's happening, and you can say to yourself, okay, I'm freaking out right now because that Y idea and that X idea, that old paradigm that's been implanted in my subconscious mind, but other authorities, you know, when I was a kid is going to war with my, my Y idea. But it's okay because the more I push through, the more that paradigm shrinks, and then I'm going to be able to get across the other side, which is freedom. Right. Yeah, exactly, man. That's, that's, that's some powerful stuff, man. And people give up. They just walk away. Don't give up. You know? It's persistence. It is. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison failed with the light bulb. I want to say it was ten thousand times. Right. You know, we you got to understand. Like everybody fails. Everybody fails. Everybody fails. Everybody fails. We're afraid to fail. We don't want people to know we fail. We don't. We don't want ourselves to know that we fail because you know, for some reason, we think that everything's supposed to be easy. We supposed. We think we're supposed to be the Kardashians on TV, and everything's supposed to be <laughs> rich and beautiful and all this stuff. That is not life. That's TV. Life is different. Life is real. Life is ups and downs. That's what it is. It's a it's it's a breakdown that turns into a breakthrough. Then you have another breakdown, you get another breakthrough, and you have another breakdown, then you have another breakthrough. That is life. And if you expect it to be any other way, then you're gonna lose. As Dr. Demartini says, depression is what happens when your reality does not match your illusions. Wow. And that's real because we have these illusions of the way that things are supposed to be and they're not planted in reality. And we expect our lives to be that way. It's not. Take the bumps and keep on going. Take the breakdowns and have the breakthroughs. That's how it works. Oh, man. Period. Man, 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 man. That's awesome stuff. Hey, Sean, thank you for joining me today www.seancroxton.com. The ebook is free. The One Percenter's Mind, Seven Steps to Beating Fear, Doubt, and Indecision, and How to Get Anything You Want. And I started reading it this last weekend. It's an awesome book. I'm doing my 21 pillars right now, and I'm working my way through it. And uh, New Year's is around the corner. Get your goals, get your head straight, and let's do this.
Also on my website, if you go, you click on freebies or if you go to seancroxon.com slash free, all of my uh, my Real Food Summit, Paleo Summit, Real Food Con, Sexy Back Summit as well, those are all free now. Wow. So there's, these are huge online summits with 24 different speakers and all of these topics. And so, again, that's seancroxon.com slash either free or freebies. You'll find all that stuff there. Oh, man. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Hey, Sean, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. I, I, I really appreciate you uh, answering my email and let's do it and doing this with me. My pleasure, my man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy San Diego, bro. <laughs> I will. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Please go to my website, www.tomunderwood.net. That's T H O M. Underwood.net and grab yourself a copy of my free ebook, 11 Surprisingly Easy Changes to Be Your Best Self. It's under the freebies tab at the top of the page. This will also sign you up for my monthly newsletter, and I promise not to blast you with endless BS emails. Also, if you'd like to book a one hour consultation with me, at the bottom of the homepage, just click on the button schedule a free one-hour consultation. And if you really enjoyed this show, please go to iTunes and rate the show and leave me a comment. Have a blessed day.